So knowing how serious you are about making it in the game of basketball, I am willing to bet that there is something missing from your game right now, a missing piece that hasn't quite clicked into place. And you may have actually felt this in your game as well. And I'm here to tell you today that that missing piece is not what you think it is. It's not uh, more training. It's not your jump shot or handles or athleticism or anything like that. All those things are great, but there's something more important than any of that that actually uh, it helps you to acquire those abilities a lot easier, a lot faster, and it makes the game so much easier for you and brings that ease to the game of basketball that you see with all of the best players. And I realized what this missing piece was in a really kind of dramatic sense um, very recently, actually, a couple weeks ago. And I had known I had known this logically for a long time, but the it, the realization just like hit me over the head uh, in the last few weeks. So I'll share that backstory with you before we get into it. Uh, basically, I got myself into a pretty sticky situation with work uh, recently. And what happened was I, I didn't realize how overworked I was until it was like way too late. And I got to a point before the holidays where I was sitting down at my computer and nothing would come out. I literally like couldn't even start typing. I was just staring at the screen like and my mind wouldn't engage with it. And it was a little bit scary. I was like, oh, wow, what, what have I done to myself this time? And, and so... Um, I, it's sort of like when you get into a car and you're revving the engine, maybe it's cold outside in the winter, you're revving your engine and it's not turning on, it's not starting and igniting. And the more you rev it, the more you just strip the engine and damage it. And so that's what I was doing with work. And so I realized, okay, I've got to get away from work. I left my laptop, my computer at my mom's house so I wouldn't even use it. <laughs> and uh, I planned to take this seven day retreat. Okay. So during this retreat, I was actually going to fast for seven days. So not eat, just drink water and stay in meditation the whole time. So start like at this point, it was late 2020. And I, I was thinking, okay, to start off the new year, I'm going to fast and I'm going to meditate for seven days on retreat. <laughs> this wasn't such a good plan. And as you can see, it's kind of like switching uh, one discipline for another, right? I'm like swapping out all of this work for, um, a whole other kind of work. And luckily, before I tried this, I spoke to a teacher of mine on the phone and he was immediately like, nope, <laughs> no fasting. Uh, you know, you can meditate a little bit, but like no retreat, make some popcorn, sit on the couch and watch movies. That's all I want you to do for the next two weeks. And, and basically just actually take a vacation. So luckily I did this and the first couple days of this vacation were kind of awkward actually for me and I was surprised how awkward it was because the entire time I was taking this vacation, I was almost unable to fully relax. I was like, I, I got my brother's PS4 and, and started playing NBA 2K every day and like taking long naps and going for walks and watching movies every night and, and really just taking it super easy. And uh, <laughs> one night, I, I think like day three, probably, I went over to my mom's house and we watched the movie Eat, Pray, Love, <laughs> which is, uh, it's an awesome movie actually, but there's this one scene in the movie that made everything click for me. And this is the secret that I want you to get here. And so I'll read, I actually wrote down immediately when this, this, scene, came, this scene came on. Um, 
So to give you a little bit of a, a brief backstory in Eat, Pray, Love, Julia Roberts is the main actress and she goes to Italy and she is has been there for about a month. She's in this barber shop with this like old grizzled Italian guy and she's saying to him, I have been in Italy for a month and I feel so guilty because all I've done is eat. <laughs> and so this Italian guy kind of in a funny way like turns around to her and says this, he goes, you feel guilty because you are American. You don't know how to enjoy yourself. You know entertainment, but you don't know pleasure. You know entertainment, but you don't know pleasure. Now, <laughs> and this is what he went on to say as well. He said, you have to be told that you've earned it, meaning you, you have to be told you've earned the right to have pleasure. An Italian doesn't need to be told. So in that moment, when I saw this scene, I kind of checked in with myself and was like, oh, wait is that what's happening to me right now? Like I, half of my mind is watching the movie while the other half is thinking about when should I get back to work, is thinking about planning I need to do for the new year and these projects and these videos I need to create and da 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 da. I, like I, I'm divided. I'm not fully here taking pleasure in the movie and actually there's this hidden sense of guilt around just relaxing and watching the movie. There's this little narrative in my mind still to this day saying, do you like, is this the best thing for you to be doing right now? What are you getting out of this? And in that moment, I just let all that go. And I said, okay, well, I'm just going to take as much pleasure as possible in watching this movie. And I literally felt my body like sink into the couch and I'm like eating this bowl of popcorn, just fully absorbed in the, in the movie and, and loving it. And that became my like core practice for the next two weeks. I took a two week break. Okay. The first two week break I'd taken in over a year. And so I took a two week break and my entire purpose over this break was to feel as much pleasure during whatever I was doing as I possibly could. That doesn't mean that I just ate junk food and sat on the couch. That's actually not that pleasurable after a while. I focused myself, whether I was like going for a walk through the woods, whether I was sitting on the couch playing NBA 2K, whether I was eating a meal, whether I was taking a nap, watching a TV show, whatever I was doing. I would feel as much pleasure, even in meditation, I would literally just meditate on pleasant sensation in my body. And what I came to realize is that not only did my body quickly develop so much more energy and re rejuvenate itself from this period of overwork, but I realized that when we are performing at our best, okay, when we are performing at our best, it's always in those moments when we're feeling the most pleasure. So think back to your best games, right? Your best games are the most pleasurable games to play. Now, what if you could reverse that? If the, the pleasure didn't follow the performance, it's not that you're feeling pleasure because you're performing well. What if you were performing well because you were feeling pleasure? This is an interesting thought. Which follows which, right? Is this the chicken or the egg? <laughs> does the performance follow the pleasure or does the pleasure follow the performance? I would, I would contend that both are true. And actually, if you can sink into a really pleasurable state as you're playing, as you're training, as you're moving throughout your basketball life, the performance will follow much, much faster. Now, this is a, a very subtle distinction that we're making here. And, um, so throughout, to, to get back to the break, throughout the rest of the break, that's all I did is how much pleasure can I feel in this very moment, okay? Not 
how much can I work in this moment to feel pleasure eventually sometime later, which is what most of us do. We like chase these big basketball dreams because, oh, that how great would that be? How pleasurable would that be to be in the NBA and be a superstar and all of these things? Well, in reality, pleasure is available every single moment of every single day all the time right? You have the option to feel pleasure right now. And if you're not used to feeling pleasure right now, how much pleasure do you think you're going to be uh, feeling once you achieve that goal? Well, none, right? The pleasure is always going to exist in the future unless you feel it right now. <laughs> so that's what I did throughout the rest of the break. And the, the key thing that happened is that as I moved back into my, my work, I've focused on how much pleasure, how enjoyable can this be? How good can it feel as I'm doing it? And my work has taken off like a rocket. I feel way better. I have way more energy. And the realization that I've made essentially, and this is what I want you to take home from this video, from this talk, is the enemy of pleasure, the enemy of pleasure, the thing that blocks you from feeling it is guilt. Okay, the enemy of pleasure is guilt. And the most toxic emotion that I see over and over and over in the players that come through deep game, the players in our forum, the players that we work with, the most toxic feeling that almost all basketball players are feeling at some level is guilt. There's this toxic seed of guilt all the time over, am I training hard enough? Why am I not playing better? Why am I, um, you know, that workout that you took off yesterday, the, if, if you're taking a break and watching a movie on the couch, the feeling of guilt over, shouldn't I be doing something else? Is this really the best thing for me to be doing? And we've sort of been brainwashed into this, um, into this way of thinking where all of our coaches, all, especially in North America, this is like a really, really toxic line of thinking that has been passed down over and over and over that to achieve something, you need to suffer, you need to endure, you need to like always be putting all of your focus <laughs> on this one goal all the time. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. You're never going to succeed unless you 10x everything and put like hustle and grind. And you've heard all of the cliches and it's simply not true. Yes, you have to work hard, but take pleasure in that hard work. Amplify the pleasure that you're feeling as you're doing it. And I promise you, it's like getting an easy button, okay? The, the taking pleasure in the moment as you're doing whatever you're doing is like having an easy button. It's so profound when you actually do this. And I promise you, um, if you can give your, yourself permission to like every time you go to the gym, every time you're doing uh, a workout, every time you're playing in a game, focus not on what do I want to get out of this? Okay, focus again back in the moment and how can this feel good and how can this feel as good as possible in the moment as I'm doing whatever the whatever you're doing, like the workout, the game, whatever. Like I said, this is kind of like having an easy button and it's sort of the, the hidden secret to law number seven of the deep game, which is of course the law of mastery. So out of the eight laws of the deep game, I would consider the law of mastery to be probably the most important for your long-term basketball success. And the law of mastery states that the game rewards the player who needs no reward other than the game itself, meaning the act of playing is enough reward. And if you are constantly approaching the game with, I need to get this out of it, otherwise 
um, you know, I'm not going to feel good about myself until this happens. It's completely missing the point and it's ruining your performance. Actually taking pleasure in the moment as you're playing is the only way to bring everything out of you that you know is inside of you. And so that missing piece and that sense of it hasn't quite clicked, like what, what is going, what is not happening in my game and what is blocking me from being the player that I know I need to be, what dissolves that is actually taking pleasure in the moment as you're doing whatever you're doing. So this is not to be confused with uh, do whatever is most pleasurable. No, this is not to say like eat the bag of Doritos and watch some junk TV show that you, you when you're supposed to be working out. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm not saying take pleasure or, or do whatever is going to give you the most pleasure in the moment. What I am saying is do what you know is right and take pleasure in it rather than trying to endure and struggle and suffer and feel guilty until you achieve your goal, feeling guilty that you haven't achieved it yet. Let all of that go, okay? Let all of that go, like break those chains and sink into the pleasurable feeling of doing what you're doing. And this is, make no mistake, a practice. This is something that is kind of tricky to do, just like I was sitting on the couch with half of my mind divided, feeling a little bit guilty about not working and not fully absorbed in the movie during that break. This is something that you have to practice. And so I'll, I'll give you a framework now for, <clears throat> and it's one that we've, we've shared in the past, the best framework to kind of be running in your mind at all times, like an app in the background, is notice, recognize, replace. Okay, notice, recognize, replace. So step one in notice is simply notice that you're not taking pleasure in the moment. You're not, um, and most often it's noticing the guilt that you're feeling in the moment. And you may even feel guilty during your training. You, you could literally be, uh, I felt this so many times in my high school career, like, doing the training that I knew I needed to be doing and feeling guilty that I wasn't doing other training. It's like so, so crazy. And so notice the guilt as it comes up. And in step two, recognize that guilt as an opportunity to transform it into phase number three, replace, which is pleasure. Okay, so notice the guilt, recognize feeling that guilt as an opportunity to upgrade your system and to replace it with a feeling of pleasure. So each time that you run this program, okay, you notice the guilt, you recognize the opportunity, and you replace it with pleasure. The more you run this program, it's not even gonna take all that long. The more you run this program, the more you will sink into that feeling of pleasure as your default state, rather than having your default state being one of guilt and uh, feeling bad because you haven't achieved what you want to achieve. You're never going to achieve what you want to achieve unless you're able to sink into the pleasurable feeling. And ultimately, that's actually what we all want to achieve anyway. If you're only wanting to play in the NBA because of all the pleasure it will bring you, well, guess what? That pleasure is available right now, <laughs> okay? So you don't have to wait until then and you will get there so much faster, so much easier if you're able to take the pleasure in the moment now. When you watch like old film of Kobe Bryant, that guy is so enveloped in the pleasure of playing basketball. When you hear him talk about it, when you see that scowl on his face, that like mamba face that he makes when he's playing really well, there's a pleasure in that. There's a deep pleasure. And it's not the pleasure of like, you know, 
hopping and skipping and jumping down the floor, smiling, hugging everybody. No, it's this, it's the pleasure of the last grinding rep in the gym where you're taking, it like hurts so good. That kind of pleasure um, it is, it, it's like I said, like an easy button in the game of basketball, just taking this deep sense of pleasure in whatever you're doing. And one way, one easy way to practice this, actually practicing the noticing the guilt and replacing it with pleasure is actually sit down on the couch, <laughs> make a bowl of popcorn and watch a movie just like I did. And it will shock you at how much, how prevalent that guilt program is in your mind. And what you'll find is that that sense of guilt that's always there over, am I doing what I need to be doing? That sense of guilt is so, uh, it's so exhausting to your mind. It's like, if you're running a really big application on your computer and it's taking up all of the space on your computer and making it run slower, that's, what's, that's what guilt is doing in your mind uh, as you're feeling it, okay? So the more guilty you feel, the more energy you are tying up inside your mind that you can't use towards what you really need to be doing. And so the guilt, like I, I put it this way to one of our players in the past is guilt doesn't get a seat at the table. In the round table of your mind <laughs> and the advisors that you listen to, the emotional advisors, Guilt does not get a seat at the table. Guilt does not get to dictate what you, uh, guilt does not get to dictate the way that you approach your training, your playing, and your life, okay? Guilt does not get a seat at the table. Replace that guilt with a sense of pleasure, okay? And I promise you, not only will you, I think a lot of players use guilt as like fuel to drag themselves to the gym, but uh, I'll give you this analogy. How often would you hang out with a friend who was constantly guilt tripping you into hanging out with them? Not all that often, right? You would probably not be friends with them for so long. And yet, this is what we do to ourself. Why? <laughs> Why? If you're feeling constantly guilty and guilt tripping yourself to the gym, how often do you think you're going to enjoy going to the gym? Well, never. If you are taking deep pleasure and making it feel good, the act of going to the gym, the act of training to feel good, to take pleasure in it, how often do you think you're going to want to go? Well, it's going to be easy. You're going to want to go all the time. And that's actually the problem I got into with work is like I, I loved the work so much that um, I was not taking enough pleasure in other aspects of my life. And so along those lines, I wanna present you with a challenge. And even if you don't take this challenge, I know some players might be in season playing for a team and it's not possible right now, that's totally okay. You can still take everything that we've covered uh, in this video and use it, absolutely. Take, replace the guilt with pleasure and that is going to take you so far. But if you really wanna take this to the next level, the challenge that I will give to you that I'm willing to bet no other coach is gonna to give to you is take a seven to 10 day break, minimum. You can take up to two weeks even if you'd like to. Take a seven to 10 day break from basketball completely. Meaning don't touch a ball, don't play, uh, don't think about your basketball career and your training and, and like you literally wanna unplug, okay? The only thing, you, you, you can watch NBA games for pleasure, okay? Not for film study or anything like that, for pleasure. And if you find that it's uh, bringing up a lot of guilt and sense of like uh, FOMO and missing out on your training and whatever, then stop. 
okay? So only if you can take pleasure in those NBA games. You can play NBA 2K if you want to. That's pretty much the extent of what I want you to do during this break. During the break, do things that are nourishing for yourself and do them with pleasure. So take naps, go for walks, read books for pleasure, watching NBA games for pleasure, uh, watching like good light sitcom TV shows, watching good movies, things of that nature, eating good food, like healthy, good, uh, tasty food. Things like this, hanging out with friends, hanging out with family, really take like a nourishing vacation, okay? And in everything that you do throughout the vacation on a moment-to-moment basis, feel the pleasure of doing that thing, okay? And make that your core practice. How much pleasure can I feel in this moment? And you will find that when you come out, well, why don't I, I do this? I'll share with you the results of a player who did this. And I have it on my phone here. It was a post that was made in the Deep Game Forum recently. And uh, I'll, just, I'll just let him take it from here, okay? So here's what he wrote after taking a yeah, 12-day break. So he wrote, man, oh man, I am having so much fun after seeing positive developments in my game. This past Wednesday was the second day back after taking 12 days off and I feel like a whole new player both mentally and physically. Before I started playing two-on-two, so he's playing uh, two-on-two pickup games, I took a nice deep breath to gather myself before stepping onto the court. Once I stepped on the court, I started to have so much fun. All five games I played, played to 16 each game. My mind was really calm. This was odd because typically many thoughts are racing through my mind before playing, though that was not the case. Once I hit a couple threes, I started to toy with the defense, took what the defense gave me and stayed patient after catching the ball. During these moments, it seemed like everything started to click because I began to play instinctively and make moves that I did not even practice during training. Through all five games, I rarely showed any emotion, just felt calm the entire time, so calm where I forgot the noises that were happening around the gym. Whenever I got my shot blocked or did not effectively communicate with my teammate, I just did two quick claps and mentally told myself, get a stop to move on to the next play. Applying this technique brought me back to the present to stay in the zone. Needless to say, this performance illustrated the player I am becoming. I know it was only two on two, but I am feeling excited to building off this recent experience. So this is a player much like you who's extremely serious about his game. He's a deep game member and you know, we kind of only have serious players in there. And this is a player who, just like you, has driven himself very, very hard throughout his entire career and probably not taken enough pleasure in the act of driving himself. And after a 12-day break, coming right back, he literally was a better player for having not trained for 12 days. And the core reason for that is the practice of taking pleasure in what he's doing, okay? This pleasure will bring that ease to your game, that, that effortlessness to your game that will bring out the best performance in you. So don't wait for yourself to be performing well to take pleasure in playing. Take pleasure in playing now and you will perform well so much more often and so much more consistently, frequently, and effortlessly that uh, there's really no other way to play. And after all, the only reason we play this game is for pleasure. So if you're playing it out of guilt and driving yourself and struggling and enduring and this crazy brainwashed North American mentality, I have no idea where it came from or why it's here, but let it go, okay? Notice the guilt, recognize the opportunity and replace it with pleasure. 
do what you know you need to do, but take pleasure in doing it, and your game will unlock in ways that I promise you, you probably haven't even experienced before, okay? So that pleasure, taking the pleasure in what you're doing and giving yourself permission to is the missing piece to your game. And if you do this and you approach your training and you're playing in this way, the jump shot that you think and may need, <clears throat> the handle, the athleticism, all of the attributes that you know you need to be developing, those will come to you so much faster and it'll feel so much better when they come and you will be the player that you are meant to be in this game, okay? So take pleasure, get rid of the guilt and take pleasure in every last moment of your basketball career and I promise you that career will go so much further than you could have imagined before.